0: Patrick Mahomes has a massive contract with the Kansas City Chiefs, and they need to redo it today on Locked On Chiefs. From the land of the free and the home of the Chiefs, this is the Locked On Chiefs podcast. Welcome back, everybody. It's another week. OTAs are in full swing. We're going to talk about those this week. Coming up every day this week, we'll have a topic related to what's going on in the field. But today, we're going to talk a little bit of contract as they're getting ready to get back on there. About Patrick Mahomes in particular. We thank you for making us your first listen. Make sure there's another Locked On show next in your queue. We appreciate that very much because you can find us for free every day of the week on every platform, starting on YouTube and every audio conceivable platform that you can find. Please like, sub, and hit the bell here on YouTube and check us out on all the ones. But, you know, iTunes seems to be the the running bet over on Apple Podcasts as well as Spotify. Uh, Check them out as you will. I'm Ryan Tracy, the founder of Rogue Analytics and Performance Consulting, NFL33.com, and RGR Football.
1: And I'm Chris Clark from Chiefs Corner. There's a lot to talk about when you start looking at Patrick Mahomes' extension that he signed in 2020. It's less than three years later, and we're already talking about re-signing it.
0: Yeah. The, resigning the him
1: or restructuring, I guess, if you want to put it that way,
0: you know, if you picture like the quarterback landscape, I, I always think of it as a kind of a journey, right? Like a like a coast to coast trip with your folks when you're like 13. Right. It's a lot of pain followed by a couple of bright spots, followed by a lot of pain. Right. This one is caught up so quickly that even though we knew it was a good deal then and we knew that Patrick Mahomes was going to grow into it and the team is going to grow more and more favored by it because it lays things out in a way that has them in a very good position for having a top five quarterback in the league let alone uh, you know as we all understand the best quarterback in this league but it didn't last long i thought when it first came out 27 post 26 maybe pre-26 somewhere around there was was about the sweet spot right based on the, on the way that they had laid it out and i know you're gonna you're gonna go through the details with this but I I thought that was the best spot. It appears that that's what the chiefs originally thought as well, but uh, a great piece by uh, Nate Taylor over on the athletic kind of illustrates the fact that that seems to be changing. A, did you feel that was a good thing? Are you surprised that we're to this point only a few years later where we're talking about, maybe it makes sense to move that, that restructure up.
1: So there's a couple of keys here. Number one he's just now played his first year under the new contract. It seems like forever ago he signed it, but he signed <laughs> it with two years left on his original deal. So in reality, he's only played one year under this new contract, and we're already talking about redoing it and basically not really ripping it up, but changing it and giving him more money. I think that it's good that the Chiefs say that they want to keep him happy. Uh, I think it's amazing that Holmes has come out and said that all he really cares about is legacy. And it doesn't really matter to him to be the highest paid QB in the NFL, but he also makes another point, saying that he wants to make sure to push the position forward for other players as well. So I think that that needs to be taken into account. But the reality is, is that when he re- when he signed the contract, he became the number one highest paid player in the NFL. He's still one of the, he's still got the biggest contract in the NFL. He's not the highest paid on an APY, but he's got the biggest contract in the NFL. Nobody's going to be close to the 10-year. I can't see Justin Herbert or Joe Burrow doing a 10-year deal or anything close. So the reality of the situation right now for the team is, yeah, you're probably going to have to re-sign him. Is it going to be 26, 27? Probably not. It may be 25. But the big question is, is, how many more QBs are going to be ahead of him before he gets to a point where you do have to adjust it?
0: That, that's where it becomes the interesting part. And, and we should go through it year by year. He is under contract through the 2031 season. That is a long road to look down. But we'll get into the details of what's coming, what's gone, and what's on the table for him. But the reason that I mentioned 26 is because going into the 2027 league year, he is a cap hit of $62 million. That is an $18 million jump over his 2026 numbers. So that's why I felt like it could go until post-2026, just because of the, those numbers alone that, that you actually start to see a reason to restructure it, extend it again, whether it's dummy years or whatever you decide to do. But the other thing is that in the increment, you know, he was 31 against the cap last year, he's 40 this season, and then it goes back down next year in twenty-four. So that doesn't seem to be a likely year. So it seems right now, is it 25, is it 26, is it 27? That's the range that we're talking about, right?
1: Yeah, the big question that you have going into this, though, is who's going to be coming in behind him? Because it isn't just about you know, Joe Burrow. It isn't just about Justin Herbert. You have those two guys. But then you also have to think about the fact that you're going to have Trevor Lawrence after this season would be eligible Mm -hmm. for an extension. Uh, How many more guys are going to jump his number uh and maybe get paid more. to Tua if he's able to stay healthy is due for a possible extension. Uh and they just signed Jordan Love to a one year extension as well, who could also be another guy They could jump up and be above Mahomes. So Mahomes may be in a situation where he's not even top 10 anymore, maybe barely top 12, uh even after this season. We'll have to see what happens, but that's really where all this is coming from is you can't imagine I can't imagine a scenario where you have the best QB in the league, but he's paid like the 15th best QB in the league.
0: Yeah, I mean, there's one thing to take yourself out of the equation and make sure that, that you're getting a, a fair wage in order to protect your team. And we, we should talk about that as Patrick's motivation, as he has stated multiple times. There's another thing to let yourself fall all the way out of like the top 10 or the top 15 when you were the best player in this league. That seems a bit ridiculous. So what's the middle ground? What are his intentions? We're going to go through what he's had to say and really take a look at at the perspective of the quarterback and the position that he's in versus the legacy that he seems to want to chase right here in a second.
1: But I'm going to tell you about our friends over at Built Bar. If you're looking for a delicious snack, you need to try Built Bar. Built Bar has some of the best protein bars out there they absolutely taste amazing, and they are healthy for you. What makes milk bars so good? Well, for starters, they're covered in 100% real dark chocolate. That's right. It is real dark chocolate, and they come in unbelievable flavors like churro, peanut butter brownie, and cookies and cream. I'm not sure how built does it, but these bars taste like a candy bar while maintaining amazing macros, and what's even better is that they're healthy. Only 130 calories, 4 grams of sugar, with a whopping 17 grams of protein, and now you don't have to get... To go to the Built website to get a Built bar, you can go to either Walmart or Sam's Club and pick up a box of Built bars. At, if you go at Walmart, you can get a four-bar box of cookies and cream, double chocolate bar, or coconut puff. If you're close to Sam's Club, you can go in and grab a thirteen-bar box of hit flavors: brownie batter puff and churro puff. And you can still get all the specialty flavors at Built.com. You can thank us later.
0: Those special ones are fun because they get very unique. And give you a little bit of a change up. I like that change up is what Patrick Mahomes is looking for as well. And I I think it makes sense because there is, I think the the diversity between making sure that you are compensated uh, somewhere near your wealth, uh, your your worth. That is Um, very difficult to do when you're the top guy in in a professional league like this. So he's always going to be, I think, underpaid, no matter what you pay him. You know what I mean? Like I, I don't, think that if he continues to play at this caliber of level that's ever going to catch up so you're already at a a deficit
1: and I don't disagree with that statement but what I will say is it's also brilliant in his with the way he has his deal structured and the way the chief structured his deal and the way he's looking at it because he's looking at it from the lens of it doesn't matter if I make the most money as the QB in the NFL, I'm going to make way more off endorsements if my team is good and I'm always competing for a super bowl. And that's exactly what he is banking on. And that's exactly why it doesn't matter near as much for him as it could other players.
0: I, I agree with you completely. And I, I like that philosophy because the things do go hand in hand. You can't say that they're completely separate because performance on the field leads to that, that money earned on endorsements. And I, uh, just from personal experience uh i I know the the commercial and the photo shoot schedule that he's been keeping during this last month month and a half uh and and I know just how many have been going on it has been constant if he's not on the field he's shooting something either a commercial a photo shoot some kind of of spread for some indoor see because he's just that busy that part obviously goes undisclosed because those are those are personal deals between corporations and Patrick uh, not reported through the NFLPA, but there is enough volume there that you understand that the types of brands that these are, that it's got to be in essence, more money in through endorsements. He, he's in that Jordan region where it's more money through endorsements. Than it is that he's making playing the sport.
1: It's got to be getting close. And then you also look at the sweetheart deals. I would imagine he got from ownership in other Kansas city sports teams. Uh, you know, the current, the, You know the Royals. I I guarantee you that he got a good deal on those, just because of who he is and who he is in the community, and that's really going to help him as well. And then you start looking at uh, some of his other investments. You know, he's a very huge investor in Whoop. He's a huge investor in now Whataburger. He's bringing Mm -hmm. Whataburger to Kansas and Missouri and and that surrounding area. Uh, You know, Hyper Ice is I think another one of those. There's several different things that he is a huge investment of of some sort, and he's you know a brand ambassador for Oakley and, and different things as well. So there's a lot of money that he's getting that is outside of the league spectrum, and that is where I think he realizes that he's really going to make the money. And let's not forget, when he came to Kansas City, there was a chance for him to make some endorsements and make money his first year in Kansas City, and he chose not to. His agent and him chose not to do endorsements, not to distract from Alex Smith for his first year here, knowing what was coming down the
0: road. Mm-hmm. Well, and I think that was a smart business decision as well, because if you start down that road and you take endorsement contracts when you're not the starter, they're not going to be near what starter level money is going to be. It makes it a lot higher to, to climb that ladder as you step up and you become this phenom that he's become. You become the face of the NFL like he's become. If you had started lower, your end price was not going to get to where it is now. And now he commands pretty much whatever he needs. And I think that leads to the legacy discussion and that allows him to not just be, I know we know Tom Brady took a break so that he could have players around him. That's not exactly the same concept here. I think Patrick is looking at legacy and understanding that he needs help in specific spots in order to become the next Brady. It is very much aiming for the top of the heap period in the NFL's history And that takes a lot more. We should take a look at the numbers because it is kind of mesmerizing when you try to break it down. Uh, Obviously, 450 million in over 10 years, it's just earth shattering, right? Uh, We have it laid out here. If you are listening on audio, please uh, jump over and check out the the YouTube page. Uh, It should be up there at the top of today's on our home uh, channel. And you can see the breakdown. Let me see if I can enlarge this a little bit more, make it uh, a little bit more attainable without making it look ugly. And I'm not sure I'm going to be able to do that. It's getting a little out of hand here. So we're going to have to roll with it. Um, But as we see right here in 2023, 5.5 base salary, that is the highest base salary that he's had to this point. Uh, 22.4, that's been reworked. And that's why you see uh, the restructure having taken 6.67 and put some out there. Uh, There's now, uh, I'm not sure what miscellaneous means. I'm using SpotTrack. I know you prefer over the cap. Uh, Both of them have the ranges about the same. But when you look as it goes on, you see that the way that it's been staggered out is of the adjustments they've done to this point, it covers his his salary and the way that they can pay it out up through 2027, uh, where he will be 35 against the cap versus uh, 20, I'm sorry, 59 against cap versus the 40 he is now in yearly cash. That changes the way that you go about it. So you have a couple of seasons here that you you can rework in order to hit the backside of that contract. It's not about the money now, in my opinion. It's about what happens here next season, the season after that, in order to keep pace with the cap and keep pace with bringing more talent in.
1: No, and it really – it's going to be a big deal. And I did switch over to the over, – over the cap, it's a little bit easier to see. Numbers are a little bit bigger, so I uh, thought I would use that. But, you know, you sit here and you look at this, you know, forty six num- 46 million, a little, almost 47 million next year is his cap number. That's going to have to be adjusted more than likely. $48 million the year after that, sixty-two in 2027. Obviously, you're going to think that they're going to be making some changes by the year 2027. They have that huge roster bonus uh, that's due in 2027. But the other reality is, is that some of those triggers are going to hit sooner rather than later. So the way his contract works, he's now guaranteed, I, I believe, up to the 2025 roster bonus. So if they're going to redo it and they're going to change the numbers, I would think that they would have to do that in the next year or two because the $49 million is going to become guaranteed. Of course, if they do a restructure, they're able to redo whatever they want, I guess. So they'll probably be okay in that regard. But that's something to also take into consideration. Now, the other thing that we don't know is what is the cap going to be in 2024? What's the cap going to be in 2025? We do expect that it's going to go up considerably uh and, and really if you look at the cap percentage, it's around 18%. That's not horrible. And it's expected to be it's you know 14% in 2026. 20, that's not horrible. Uh I, I think you could say you would feel pretty good about having him being at around you know somewhere between 15 and 20 percent of the cap, just because that's the reality of what quarterbacks are getting nowadays. Yeah, now, yeah, I agree. I, when we get back, I want to talk about one thing because Something is sticking out to me really. that's really been huge in another contract that just got signed by a QB uh, this offseason, actually. So the big thing that jumps out to me, and we've talked about Mahomes, but I want to look at another player, or another QB, I guess I should say. I'm going to go look at the Philadelphia Eagles because Jalen Hurts' contract is – Very interesting, and I'm not sure that there are many teams that want to go out and do the same type of thing the Eagles
0: have done. Look at all the void years. Mm -hmm. That's void years from 29 through 35. So technically, he's under contract four more seasons than Patrick Mahomes is right now. Yep.
1: Yeah, and look at his cap number in 2029.
0: Yeah, that's a a whopping $97 Again, folks, if you want to see this, the visuals uh, and the pages that we're tracking are all on the YouTube channel.
1: So my point is, is that there are some teams that are going to take different approaches to how they're going to handle QB contracts. You can't Mm -hmm. just look at every new QB's contract and say, okay, well, you know, they're making this. That's great. Hertz is going to make a ton of money. Don't get me wrong. And he's going to make probably his entire contract. But the problem that the Eagles are going to run into is what are they going to do in 2029? They're going to have to extend him before that. And I don't know what they're going to have to pay him, but when they, when he finally drops off, that void number is going to become an issue.
0: Whew. Yeah, that's, uh, that's a heartache waiting to happen. Um, now I have to say that I, I, I believe the Philadelphia Eagles, Howie Rosman have a plan. I don't know how you can do work that or, or how you work around that because I'm not the cap analyst that you are, but In taking that, what does that tell you about what we should expect from Patrick then and and what the Chiefs want to try to get done for him that will have to happen before this 29-year hits?
1: Well, what I will say is that you look at this contract, and I don't think most of the teams in the NFL really want to go this direction. This is the the way that you get in trouble with the cap every single year like the New Orleans Saints are. This is going to cost Philadelphia down the road. It's not going to cost them possibly this year. Probably it will cost them over the next two years. But don't forget, they're gonna have to pay uh they're gonna have to pay their number two wide receiver in Devontae Smith at some point. They're gonna have a lot of other guys, a lot of other young players that they're going to have to pay in order to be able to keep that roster together. And the question is, can they afford to do that? This shows that they can because they've spread all this money out. But that's a lot of money to be trying to figure out what you're gonna do with in five years. Uh and, and don't get me wrong, I understand how Roseman knows what he's doing and I'm sure they have a plan for it. But this is the exact way that you do not want the Chiefs to be looking at trying to redo Mahomes' contract. You want them to be trying to stay with the way they've been doing his contract, continue to go with the roster bonuses, get them to where they guarantee maybe two years earlier, and then pay them out and be able to restructure up until, like, I think five days after the league new year. Uh, Do not push. I'm not saying you can't push some of the cap, but don't create a void year situation. That is not going to be the way that you're going to want it to continue to manage this cap.
0: That makes a lot of sense to me. And and I have to say, just by looking at Hertz right now, his total cap hits never approach, I believe, where Patrick is now. What is that? 21, 31, 41, 47, and 28. By then, Patrick will be uh, at 44, having hit 62. So in no way does this Hertz contract, <clears throat> what is the latest and greatest, and you come near paying out the same way that Patrick's does, and that's before they redo it. So for me, what that says is that I don't think void years are are going to be uh, a thing that you do for Patrick. I do think that this does take the form of a general extension in the way that they can shuffle money more into the bonuses so that they can continue to go back to it as a piggy bank and have some kind of change that allows it to uh, progress uh, with that kind of number that you're not – right now, if the Eagles wanted to go get some cash, they couldn't do it from the Hertz contract. Whereas Patrick will always be that piggy bank for the rest of the roster if they continue to structure it that way. Is that your expectation as well? Yeah, and check out the other contract. He just had cry. <laughs> for those of you who can't see, uh, let me walk you through this. There's a certain quarterback who now plays in New York, or Will, uh, who is 40 years old as we speak and has a base salary this season uh, of 1,000,000, 1.65 with, you know, uh, a, a nice number, right? Uh, especially if you have the tail end of your career. That goes up to 107.55 next year. Aaron Rodgers will not be playing on that that contract. I can guarantee you that because that is uh, just scary to see on the screen to tell you the truth.
1: Yeah, but the real problem is is he's got a guaranteed salary of $58 million. So regardless of whether or not he plays this next year in 2024, they would be on the hook for that number. Yeah that's uh, it's yeah, I mean it's I, it has already guaranteed, play. correct yeah, he'd have to play, I guess for it to be fully guaranteed, but at the same time, you're sitting here going, okay, well, how are you going to deal with the cap ramifications of that contract? because this is how he got traded to New York. This is what caused them to be able to give him the contract is they were able to change the contract enough and restructure it and do this. Uh, if you go look at Green Bay's, the problem with with this situation is go look at Green Bay's cap. Aaron Rodgers has a dead cap hit of forty million dollars in twenty twenty three for Green Bay.
0: That's crazy. Not even playing for him this year, right? And right now, sitting at one hundred seven million for the New York Jets in twenty twenty four. Yep. If it goes unadulterated, that's uh, that's pure crazy talk.
1: Well, they're going to have to obviously do something. Much like all these other teams are going to have to do something. The reality and what we've talked about already is that you're going to have to wait and see what Joe Burrow and what Justin Herbert do. Uh, their contracts are going to really determine what happens going into the future. Uh, and then you look at the next year. You're going to look at you know what is what is Trevor Lawrence get? What is a guy like maybe Justin Fields even? Uh, Fields could be eligible for a new contract coming up before too long. So you've got a couple of guys that maybe guys that are going to be available for new contracts before you even get to the 24, 25 seasons. Uh, So there's going to be a lot of people that are going to probably eclipse what Mahomes already has right now. That's a tough sale if you're Kansas City. You got to figure out where you're going to come up with the cap space to be able to do it. The one thing you have going for you right now is you still have Chris Jones that you can restructure and get a re-sign for a longer deal and get a lot of money this year. The reality, though, is is if you do that, you don't want to use all that space up again this year because you're going to want to carry some of it forward. So maybe you can redo something next year. Or maybe you allow him to have the huge cap hit next year that he's scheduled to have right now. And don't kick more down down the road.
0: Mm -hmm. Yeah, uh, take it when you can and let the cap come up organically. As we know that it will with the YouTube contract change this year, there should be um, I think a little bit more room to play, but given what you see here, and you've compared all all these other quarterbacks, what's your expectation that this looks like in terms of is it is it a is it a rip up? Can they even get away with that? I don't even know what the penalty w- exists in this contract because we don't have all the details. Is it an extension? Is it another ten years after twenty twenty six? Is that what we're looking at?
1: <laughs> I don't think it's going to be. It depends on when it gets done, I guess. If they do it, if they wait till 2026, I would imagine it's going to be a partial extension. Uh, and they're going to add, you know, four or five more years on maybe. I, I don't know. The, the bigger question in that regard is, is will, is Mahomes going to be willing to sign a longer deal to be able to do that? Because that's adding another four or five years. You would imagine he would. But one of the reasons I think, or at least what a lot of people thought was one of the reasons Kansas City was able to get him to do the deal that he did was because... He had two more years left on his rookie deal, basically. He was going to have his fifth-year option picked up. He had no chance of getting out of that contract anytime in the near future. What I would say in that regard is I don't think that's what caused him to do, want to do a 10-year deal. I think he truly wanted – I think him and his and his agents understood what Kansas City wanted to get done, and I think that is why they did the 10-year deal, not because they felt like they had to trying to get a bunch of money.
0: Yeah, that's the way it feels to me. What do you think of Patrick Mahomes? When should they pull the trigger and get another deal done before it continues to get more expensive? Let us know in the comments on YouTube and the reviews on Spotify and on Apple. Uh, We would appreciate that. Make sure if you want in on the text conversation that goes off outside of this show itself, text us at 816-357-8781. Get yourself involved. We have a lot coming this week. They are back on the field here Monday afternoon. Uh, I'm sorry, Tuesday afternoon, and they should go through and we will have reaction. Matt, Derek will be back with us this week. A lot to consider about who starts to make some noise. That's what I'm looking for this week. We'll have all the reports for you. Thanks for spending your day with us today. We'll talk to you tomorrow.